Hello and welcome to another edition of the Borough Podcast. I'm Kevin Hillier. Sam Wharton's with me, the uh, media and uh, all-purpose guru of the club. <laughs> Hello, Sam. Uh, vibrant times, bouncing the step, finals footy, it's good. It is, Kevin. Yeah, you can smell it in the air, can't you? Yeah, and you can. uh, Emotionally, I know that um, pl- there's plenty of uh, news surrounding the Ashes result last night, so I'm a little bit heartbroken myself. And uh, what better way to put a smile on my face than talk <laughs> to a, a trio of um, very impressive guests, hopefully, today is... Uh, uh, we build into what will be a big game on Saturday. We've got Paige Holt coming up who's uh, decided to hang up the boots after a, an illustrious career with the club and obviously very uh, very deep uh, roots with the with the Holt family. Uh, Jared Blair's going to join us, one of the star players uh, of the year. And, of course, the man who, when you talk about finals footy, you talk about finals, you talk about Port Melbourne, you talk about the borough, You've got to talk about Gary Ears, haven't you? Of course you do, yeah. There's, uh, there's one man who's been uh, nothing more, uh, nothing less than a, a, an unbelievable ambassador for the footy club and uh, he knows all about finals. I don't think there's a year gone by in his playing and coaching career where he hasn't been involved. So uh, we'll be drawing on his uh, expertise and motivational skills this week against the Cats, no doubt. Absolutely. So. Now, it is against the Cats. It's Saturday at uh, at home at Adcon Stadium at uh, at uh, 2.10. Yeah, correct. So uh, there was a little bit of conjecture um, on the uh, Channel 7 broadcast, I believe. Leave yesterday of the Geelong Essendon game, so uh, yes, definitely uh, don't come up a, a day late. You might because you'll probably miss a cracking game of footy. I would have thought, yeah, Kevin. Based off actually. our based off our last meeting, it was uh, one of the highest quality uh, games that we've sort of uh, put together throughout the season, and hopefully uh, this Saturday will be no different. All right, let's uh, get to our guests and kick it off with the senior coach. Joining us on the Borough Podcast now is the senior coach, a man who's no stranger to September action. Uh, it's Gary. Yes. Hello, Gary. How are you going? Yeah, good, thanks, Kev. G'day, Sammy. Hello, Gary. Uh, Monday after a bye on the weekend, but also the Monday before what promises to be a huge elimination final this week. How's the feelings at the moment, Gary? Yeah, obviously looking forward to it. This is what we want to be setting ourselves up for. As we know, it's a hard slog to get through a pre-season and prepare yourself and set some goals to win enough games to finish in the top eight and then potentially try and qualify as high as you can, which we had done that. And then, of course, we then had to wait for things that were outside our control, as we saw on the weekend with both Werribee beating Willie and, of course, Geelong beating Essendon. And we now know who we're playing, which is Geelong. And it will obviously go in with a little bit of momentum because I think we've certainly turned our form around for the last month of the home and away. We'll obviously assess our home club weekend review and see who played well and who needs some extra work and prepare and plan for uh, getting the squad to be at its strongest leading into, I believe, Saturday's game. There was a little bit of a conjecture, I guess, after watching the Geelong Essendon game yesterday. They said we'll play it on the Sunday, but it's now been confirmed it's on the Saturday. And we'll be positive about it, Sam, as we always are. Absolutely, and definitely Saturday for the listeners out there too. Um, you've been in the fortunate position of participating in finals hundreds of times as a, as a player and a coach since being involved in the game. Do the feelings in the build-up to a final change at all as you get a little older and more experienced, or does it still get the juices flowing? No, it always gets the juices flowing, Sam, that's for sure, because uh, you know, you're, you're obviously understanding of what could potentially be on the end of it. Uh, I don't think we've played as well as I said before in the last month as we probably did in that uh, probably eight out of the first 10 or 11 weeks that obviously you want to be trying to 
hit your straps in this last month and were able to do that obviously in 2017. So what you do is your mind goes back to the good times, but also to the, the not so good because we know how close it was in that elimination final against Box Hill last year and there's still quite a few guys that participated in that game who will be playing on Saturday. So potentially there has been that parked in the back of our minds for 12 months now and we know how much it hurt just exiting out after one game. So we are looking forward to it. There's some kids that haven't played this sort of level of footy before. So I think it's a really, really exciting time, to be honest. And you've sort of touched on it already, but um, what, what was your summary of the home and away season? Um, a, a little bit of a turnaround the last few weeks, but plenty of ups and downs along the way overall. Most definitely. And and look, we had obviously, if you go back to our pre-season, we had to train out at the Legion College because, of course, the ground, which absolutely is picture perfect now, was being uh, refurbished. So that was unusual in itself. We then got back here and we were certainly a little bit flat, I think, early on. We travelled a lot over the pre-season practice games and were all over the shop with different times and opposition clubs and who we matched up against. And then, of course, we came back with a wonderful win against Box Hill and we got on a real momentum roll. And I guess we've had a little bit of inconsistency with some of our major players but again you can't control that and of course then we we've re- pardon me we've regrouped in the last month and uh, so again we want some sort of momentum and as we've seen lots and lots of times in the past you can actually do it for that two hours and play somewhere near your best and you can quite uh, obviously at different times pull off miraculous wins but Geelong will be planning the same they had a good tune up yesterday we don't know what they're going to do with their personnel because it's a AFL free weekend so I think, uh, yeah, we picked up a little bit of form and now we've just got to transfer that into, obviously, Saturday's final. And the last time we played them wasn't that long ago. It was probably three or four weeks ago and a really high-quality contest. Is there much you can take out of that game? Oh, most definitely, Sam. If we can play somewhere near that for four quarters, we know there's always going to be momentum, ebbs and flows. But really, on reflection, we probably lost that game in that sort of 15-minute period in the second quarter. Uh, they got on top in the ruck. They won the stoppages. And, of course, on any ground, once you're doing that, you're getting it in really, really quickly, the 6v6. And, of course, then their big boys went to town on taking contested marks. So we've got to be aware of that. We're a little bit undisciplined. Uh, Ryan Pendlebury gave that silly uh, whack in the guts. And, um, of course, then that sort of becomes a little bit of a mental barrier that you've got to try and overcome. And uh, we can certainly take some learnings out. And I think we'll be as prepared as we can possibly be, Sam, because uh, as you said, we only played them a month ago. And we saw a few of our top liners get some much-needed uh, game time into their legs against Sandringham. How's some of the fitness of those boys and any other potential inclusions looking for the uh, for the weekend? Yeah, no, from my point of view, from what I know this morning, the boys that did play Matty Arnott got through, no worries. Ethan Phillips, Huey Johnson... There's obviously been some other guys that have been sort of toiling away there now with obviously their home clubs because we've obviously tried to make sure that we have the strongest and most fittest squad going into the final. There are other guys that had uh, their own personal preparation by just training and being topped up. So from my point of view, sitting here today, I think by and large, we're um, not too badly off. But again, we've got our trainings this week and um, I'll make a decision come. Wednesday, obviously, as we all know, who's in and uh, who, unfortunately, is going to miss out. And we're going to be chatting to uh, Jared Blair soon, Ezzy. He's 
not only probably one of our most informed players entering this final series, but he's also uh, been there and done that, if you like, at a high level before. Does he and a few of our other more experienced players become important during a week like this as well? Oh, potentially they do because obviously, as you said, their leadership and just what they know going through their own experiences of success. And of course, this is when you really do rely on your experienced senior core of players, which obviously we've got that. Jared's been wonderful since he's been here. He had a little bit of an interrupted sort of middle part of the year when he was out for a few weeks with a um, hamstring. But his form in the last month has been really critical, I think, to obviously the improvement. Uh, we're still unsure about a couple of other guys, as I said before, and we'll know more today and potentially Wednesday. But guys that have been there and done that before, Tommy O'Sullivan, obviously Jordan Lyle. We've got guys like, even the younger guys who show a lot of leadership in Harvey Hooper and Blake Pearson. Mac Rivette hasn't necessarily tasted success, but he's actually been able to get back and play over the last month. So I think certainly from what I know and what I've experienced, it's about the coach making sure they've got the right attitude and preparation. And then, of course, once they're out in the ground, it's up to the guys who have tasted that to be really calm and composed. And then, of course, the exuberance of youth makes you pretty excited about what can be. Is this spring in the Gary Ears step? You can tell, Gary, it's uh, lovely to talk to you as always. Good luck for the weekend, mate, and uh, may it continue uh, deep into September. Uh, thanks, Kev. Thanks, Sammy. Righto, Sam, one of the stars of the Port Melbourne Footy Club is on the line now. Tell us all about this man. Not that he needs much of an introduction, because I think we all know about Jared Blair, don't we? Yeah, we do. But we've been blessed to have him part of the club in season 2019 after he's uh, much publicised a listing from Collingwood at the end of last year. And I think his current individual form would suggest he's timing his run to perfection in terms of hopefully having an impact come the final series in September. How are you, Blairy? Good, Sam. Good. How are you, mate? Going all right. Uh, first off, how have you how have you found the season, mate? It's uh, it's obviously been a, a big adjustment for you, dropping back from a, a full time environment to the VFL. How's it been? Yeah, it's been good. I've really enjoyed it. Actually, it's um, like you said, it's a bit bit of an adjustment, a uh, bit of bit of a learning curve. Actually, You're just sort of learning to manage your body in different ways and, and preparing in different ways because uh, you know you've you've obviously got competing interests now as well, and you. You're working nine to five and then getting training afterwards. So I think it took me a little bit to to work it all out, but I'm starting to get going now, Sam, and pretty excited for the next month of footy. And what about your own form? You you had a couple of minor niggles to deal with at times during the season, but you've been named as uh, best on ground the past couple, which you must be happy with ahead of this weekend. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good to sort of finally get going a little bit. I was sort of pretty frustrated with my form at times, and um, you know have reasonable expectations of myself and didn't really feel like I was I was doing or playing the footy that, that I would hope or would like to have. Uh, so, it's, yeah, it's good to, be, to get going the last few weeks. Body feels pretty good and, um, yeah, hopefully we can carry that through the next month or so and um, get ourselves a pretty good result come finals time. And we now know uh, this week's opponent will be Geelong. What do you make of them? Uh, pretty exciting, actually. I think we, we got a bit of a, a look at each other a few weeks ago. Um, they're, they're a pretty good footy side, and I think um, their back half of the season has probably been stronger than their, their front half from the top of my head. So it should be a pretty good game. Uh, I'm not sure what it looks like for them in terms of AFL-listed guys and whether they have blokes back with the bye this week and they're getting game time in the people. But 
I think, you know, apart from probably 20 minutes of footy last time we played them, it was a pretty even contest. So looking forward to seeing how we stack up again this week. And just off the field, you're also dabbling in a little bit of a development role within the club this year. How have you uh, enjoyed that side of the game? Uh, yeah, it's, it's been good. Um, I think it's it's sort of working out where you can be involved initially. Uh, obviously, you know, we're there three nights a week and it's, it's uh, you know, in terms of time constraints, there's, there's not a lot of uh, hours in the evening for guys because they obviously want to get home and they've got to be back up again six in the morning for work, a lot of these boys. So it's, it's just trying to have an influence where you can and work with guys here and there. It's, even just make the odd suggestion if you pick something up. So I've really enjoyed it. You know, Sam, and I think it was more just sort of carrying through a bit of stuff that I was doing at the Collingwood VFL last year. Um, I was pretty much spent the full season in the twos last year, so you, you, you know, you, there's obviously younger guys on the side there, like we have at Port, and um, if you can point out a thing or two here or there, I think, I think it all, all helps. Just uh, on the on the playing side of it, a common piece of feedback that comes out of players fresh out of the AFL uh, back to the VFL is they tend to develop a, a greater level of respect for the VFL players because they're obviously balancing a whole lot more in terms of work or study, um, as you as you mentioned before. Is that something that's sort of rung true for you as well now that you've seen it firsthand? Yeah, definitely. Uh, it, it's a massive commitment to, for these guys to, to come back. And, you know, there's blokes there like Tom O'Sullivan who's played a lot of AFL footy, yeah, and it's it's a massive commitment. You can see how, you know, unless you're fully dedicated to your football, you're not going to get anything out of it because um, it's it's still a very high level of of competition. Effectively, best competition outside of the AFL. So it's it's not like you can just rock up, and be half-hearted about it, and get a kick on a Saturday. It's uh it, it's pretty impressive the amount of commitment these boys have to you know playing good footy for Port Melbourne. And now that you've spent a season with some of those guys, is there anyone at the borough who you believe to possibly have the ability and or work ethic to make it on an AFL list at some stage? I reckon we've got a few, Sam, to be honest, actually. I'd love, I'd love to see a handful of our guys get an opportunity. And I think, you know, a few of them too, one thing in an AFL system would go to a whole other level again just because of the commitment they do have. Uh, you look at the likes of, of a Cal Searle, he's played some really good footy and he's, Still pretty raw. I think mean, someone like that was in an AFL system with, you know, all the resources and, and uh, facilities around him um, could make anything of it really. And even even guys like Harvey Hooper, um, he's had a great season. I'd love to see Shannon Lang get a, get a go at it. I think he's a very very solid player and probably deserves a crack at, at the next level. Um, haven't I haven't played a lot of free with Mac. This year, but he's obviously a talent as well. So I think there's a handful of guys that that uh, would, would be able to go on to the next level. It's just a matter of getting that opportunity for them. Hey, Jared, it's Kevin Hillier. Your enjoyment level of your footy now that you've kind of taken that little step sideways into into a VFL atmosphere rather than the AFL bubble. Have you enjoyed it as much? Yeah, I have, Kevin. Um, you know, you still put pressure on yourself to be getting a kick and performing. Uh, but yeah, I have. I, I think you sort of get a little bit more balance in your life too you you know you're going to work and you're not uh you're not sort of going to bed on a sunday night worrying about getting grilled on a monday as you as you potentially were at an afl club so i think just uh general enjoyment of life has probably increased a little bit and that's a funny thing to say because as an afl footballer it's, it's your dream job uh and i loved every minute of it but it also was pretty stressful at times too so i think just just General uh, life enjoyment has probably gone up a little bit, Ken. 
You're going to be enjoying a lot more with a couple of wins in finals too. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Larry, we saw publicly recently the disappointment that you had in uh, being delisted from Collingwood, but I assume you still have plenty of friends at the club and also keep a close eye on how uh, things are tracking? Yeah, keep an eye on it, Sam. Uh, the boys have actually done well to sneak into the top four in the end there. They're pretty rough couple of months, but they've, they've done well to sort of steady the ship and get a double chance. So I'll be keeping a close eye on the next sort of few weeks for them too, yeah. And outside of footy, what have you uh, transitioned into from a, a work point of view? And also, how's your uh, how's your little man Ziggy going? I know that you've already got him in the Port Melbourne jumper instead of the Magpies jumper these days, which is a good, <laughs> a, a good result. Yeah, it's a good result. He's got his borough jumper. He loves it. <laughs> yeah. And what about? I can't remember what the question was there, but he's going well. And what about uh, what about from a work point of view? How have you found that transition? And what have you uh, what are you up to? Yeah, it's been good actually. I'm uh, working for a civil construction company in Kensington. Uh, it's it's been good. It sort of took a little while to, you know, work, work out this uh, whole work life balance and not being on the couch at two thirty in the Arvo was rough. It was, uh, took took a bit to adjust to, but it's good. The directors of the company are from Montague as well, um, so they've sort of made it pretty easy. And it's a, it's a really good company to work for. We've got probably thirty or forty odd guys working in the minute. And, all a good bunch of blokes, so I'm really enjoying it, actually. Good on you, Jared. Thanks for your time uh, for talking to us on the Borough Podcast, and uh, good luck in the finals, mate. Let's hope it's a success uh, for you and the boys. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate it. All right, Sam, at this time of the year, there's always a change at football clubs, people hanging boots up, and uh, time, uh, time to retire, and... You know, give it away. Uh, we're going to talk to uh, Paige Holt now, who's made that very, very big decision. Yeah, absolutely. So this uh, this woman was our inaugural Best and Fairest winner at the Borough last year and has put together a, a similarly consistent 2019 before announcing that this would, unfortunately, uh, be her last season of footy. Uh, pleased to report that she survived all of what took place during the end of season and end of career celebrations on Mad Monday and the like. Uh, how are you, Paige? I'm really good, Sam. Thank you. Thanks for having me. <laughs> Off the top, uh, how's the early stages of retired life going so far? Uh, silly Sunday, mad Monday, never mind on the field. You certainly went out with a bang off the field, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The girls um, did give me a very good send-off. Um, couldn't keep up with them on the track and um, couldn't keep up with them at the bar, it turns out, as well. So <laughs> I think I was one of the first to leave. <laughs> but, um, yeah, lost all credibility amongst the playing group now, so it's time to bow out. <laughs> yeah, talk us through that decision to hang up the boots, Paige. What was it that ultimately made up your mind? Because I'm sure it wouldn't have been easy given your form was, was still pretty consistent this year. Yeah, thanks, Sam. Um, yeah, I still feel like I was playing okay footy. I was kind of played with a few little niggly old girl injuries, um, and that certainly probably came... Uh, was part of the decision. Um, yeah, like the mind wanted to do more than the body could deliver. So, um, yeah, I'd rather kind of bow out gracefully than kind of fade out later. So, um, yeah, probably just injury and, yeah, just not able to, to kind of perform like I used to. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, what about the team's form this year? The improvement was incredible and some huge turnarounds from coming up against similar teams only only 12 months ago. It was just a shame that we left our charge at the finals just ever so slightly too late. Yeah, absolutely. We we kind of charged train at the end um, and then, you know, it just missed out on the finals. It was relying on kind of too many variables and other teams winning. Um, I think we actually were playing 
really good footy um, all year. Uh, we just weren't executing on the scoreboard. Um, I think also at the beginning of the season, we identified that uh, fitness was something that we needed to work on and, and focus on. So um, it was only like the last kind of few minutes of each quarter where we were um, dropping the bundle and the opposition was really punishing it. So I think it was a combination of once we identified the fitness needed to be worked on and we made a few changes in the forward. Um, yeah, we just kind of, unfortunately, it was just a point in the season when we kind of strung it all together. And uh, But yeah, next year, looking like it's going to be, yeah, really good. And talk to us about your teammates and Coach Harold as well. It's pretty clear that there were some pretty special bonds formed amongst the group this year that only grew grew stronger as the, as the wins came. Yeah, absolutely. Um, start yeah to start with H, like not just a legend of the club uh, as a player, but just an all round legend of a guy. So um, he invested so much time and energy into this team. It was just truly amazing. He made. Um, yeah, he's really big on getting to know each player individually, knowing their strengths and working out how he could best adapt that to the team. Um, and that was something that we were being just extremely lucky to have such yeah, um, a dedicated coach through the entire season. And not only that, you know, the sacrifices he's made with having his family on board. We've had Kylie, the team manager, Little Hunters coming and running and doing water. It's really been a family affair, but that's what the borough is all about. And um, yeah, it was fantastic to have someone that has played for Port Melbourne Borough and knows what it means to wear the jumper. Um, and we're just really yeah grateful for him and all his work. It's amazing. And as to the, the team, just an amazing group of women. Um, I think sometimes if you go through those hard times, as a team, you really like galvanise, and I think going after last year, we've certainly done that. Um, coming off the back of that, the bond we all share is just unbreakable, and each and every one of those girls play for each other, um, and I think that was really paramount this year, and certainly um, contributed to our success. Uh, and just a small comment on your career as a whole, Paige. You, you mentioned uh, Harold as a borough legend. Your uncle Sam Holt was similarly uh, in that sort of category, but you've been a wonderful player in your own right too. It, it must have been incredible to be able to leave your own legacy on the Port Melbourne Football Club. Yeah, uh, an absolute dream come true, Sam. I, 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 I say it all the time, but as a young girl, I honestly never thought it would be possible to play football, let alone play for you know a, a team like grew up watching and and have loved and have been a huge part of our family. So um, to see that pathway that's been created for the girls now is just, yeah, completely blown me away. They they really are able to forge a real footballing career um, and that's just, just so exciting. And what's next then, Paige? You're no longer a player on the field, but is there a role that perhaps uh, beckons for you in terms of maybe an assistant coaching position or something similar with the girls next season? Um, look, I, I I love I love the club so much, and, and the girls, um, yeah. So I 100% want to remain involved uh, in the women's team, and an opportunity for coaching or mentoring would certainly be something I'd be very excited about, and um, yeah, just 
talk to have a few chats with H to find him the contract or something. <laughs> You're supposed to organise that during the Silly Sunday and the Mad Monday, Pope. That's when you actually oh, take yeah. advantage of those situations. <laughs> hey, well, congratulations on your time at the club, and it's obviously not finished. Obviously, a lot more uh, of your history to be written with the club and your family's history with the club. Thanks for your time on the podcast. Enjoy, uh, enjoy what little time you've got away from footy, but uh, uh, you'll be around the club, no doubt. Fantastic. Thanks so much for having me, guys. All right, our thanks to our three guests. What a lineup of talent we've had on this podcast this week. Paige Holt, uh, Jared Blair, and Gary Ayres. And of course, I want to tell everyone to make sure they get there Saturday afternoon, 2 10 it starts at Con Stadium. Uh, now, tickets are available, obviously, uh, through the uh, through the website. Uh, but uh, I think the, the breakdown is um, let me have a look here. We'll make sure we get it right. Adults, $15 concession, $10 pensioners, 10 kids under 15 are free. And uh, they're available if you want to pre-buy them, pre-sale tickets at vfl.com.au slash finals. Absolutely, Kevin. And, uh, yeah, as, as you said, head to the VFL website for all of those details. Now, just quickly wanted to also mention our upcoming uh, presentation, presentation night, night and yep. best and fairest uh, vote count. Um, it's happening. Uh, it's a change of date this year. It's happening on the Thursday before the grand final public holiday. Oh, okay. Um, so it'll be a 7 o'clock. 26th of September? 26th of September, the Thursday night. Um, it'll be a 7 o'clock arrival for a 7.30 start. For a very late finish with the holiday the next oh, day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I would have thought. And uh, it'll be, it, it's always a great night. Our biggest night on the calendar. We had a huge uh, turnout last year. Packed house and yep. hoping again for the uh, uh, a same, uh, a similar turnout again this year. Um, tickets are available on our website yep. um, if you want to jump on and get those. Getting quick because, um, as I said last year, it was a huge, uh, a huge event and um, uh, similar, similar hopes for another, another big, big event this year. So, Thursday, um, the twenty sixth of September. That's the night before the uh, the Friday public holiday, so you can have a sleep in, so you can have a good night. So you're thinking, oh no, it's a week night. No, it's not. No, it's, it's not, not a school correct. night. That's it's right. a, it's a free night. So off you go. And hopefully, it's uh, hopefully it's the Thursday after our. Uh, in the grand final. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it would be the, the fairy tale finish to the end of the season. Absolutely. Thank you, Sam. Good luck for the weekend. Thank you, Kevin.